Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset, WBEZ's podcast on everything happening in Chicago and around the world. A historic verdict came down this week, with a Cook County jury awarding $363 million to a woman who alleged pollution from a sterilization plant near her home gave her cancer. Willowbrook resident Sue Kamuda developed breast cancer in 2007, and she alleges it's because of the toxic air she was breathing. Kamuda sued a company called Sterigenics for releasing a known carcinogen from its medical tool sterilization plant. According to the EPA, pollution from Sterigenics risked the health of people up to 25 miles away from the Willowbrook facility. Kamuda is the first of almost 800 people who have sued this company. And here to give us the backstory of the case and what it means for the other plaintiffs is Michael Hawthorne, investigative reporter for the Chicago Tribune. Michael, first, Sterigenics used ethylene oxide. What do we know about that gas? Where is it typically found and just how dangerous is it? It's mostly used to create other chemicals like ethylene glycol, which is antifreeze. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it, but a small percentage of the production of ethylene oxide is used as a sterilant. And uh, the forerunner, the corporate forerunner of Sterigenics, a company at the time called Griffith Laboratories, based here in Chicago, mm-hmm. um, and was a, was a major supplier to the meatpacking industry when we still had a very robust meatpacking industry. They patented a method to pump this gas into sealed chambers, and it would sterilize spices used in the meatpacking industry. Mm-hmm. But then later they patented a, a, a use of it to sterilize medical instruments. I and see. so over the years, that's been used. Um, and, you know, Outside of maybe some people in the um, toxicology world and in the occupational health you know, world, yeah. really knew much about this. I remember the first time I heard about it was in the hospital settings where they had these small little vacuum chambers that they would sterilize you know, scalpels and other medical instruments. Right. But this is a big, you know, full industrial-sized operation. Yeah, right. And, and so all the sterilizing, but it could be dangerous for your health. So says this suit. So give us the backstory on this company, Sterigenics, and how many people this all affected. So Sterigenics uh, was formed at this Griffith Laboratories, now known as Griffith Foods, sold it in the late 90s, if I recall correctly. And, uh, you know, a bunch of different corporate mergers, restructurings, private equity deals eventually became Sterigenics. And it was in 2011, was actually purchased by the uh, private equity firm of our former governor, Bruce Rauner. And that became an issue later in his reelection campaign against now Governor J.B. Pritzker. Um, Sterigenics, um, you know, consolidated, owns a lot of these facilities around the country. And they not only use ethylene oxide, they use irradiation to uh, sterilize medical equipment. They, Griffith Foods, then Griffith Laboratories, had chosen this spot in Willowbrook. It's behind well, what's now a Target store? It's near City Hall, mm-hmm. Village Hall. It, it, it. You, you wouldn't really notice it. It's not like a, a, a what you think of as the stereotypical factory with a giant smokestack. It's just nondescript buildings. You know, trucks coming in and out every now and then. You know, most people, Sukamuda, who lived a third of a mile away, you know, it's essentially hidden behind 
behind uh, retailers and restaurants. Oh, uh, and the gas is invisible. You can't smell it. So nobody knew that this was out there. And at points in time after Sue moved to Willowbrook in the mid-1980s, the emissions from that facility were staggering yeah. by by comparison. And even then, um, when this became an issue, when the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency got involved and stereogenics, <clears throat> excuse me, attempted to reduce their pollution, they, they had re- actually reduced it down to roughly less than 1% of, of what they use getting out into the air, yeah. less than that. And it's still, according to the EPA, elevated the cancer risk to some of the highest risks in the nation. So so tie, tie Sue in here then. How does she fit into that? Exactly what you just explained. Well, I mean, Sue she lived, lived there for Sue lived there for a long time yeah. and you know and so she was breathing the air and breathing this pollution. 22 years. Yeah, and and the defense argued and and they're they're right in this sense. You can't nobody can can say uh, why a specific individual gets cancer. What the EPA found after years of animal studies and also a huge study of of sterilization workers is that this increases exposure to even small concert really tiny concentrations of this over a lifetime is going to increase your risk of cancer mm-hmm. to a level that what the, the EPA considers unacceptable let's hear from sue herself this is uh, from a press conference which I know you attended Michael this is sue and her lawyers uh, sort of talking about uh, here she explains why she chose to sue in the first place to shut them down they were still operating you know and we and we encourage people to sign up and be part of it to, to help get them out of Willowbrook. Did it seem like an uphill battle? Yes. Yes. It, yes. It's been a long four years. What was that like being in the room, seeing all of this? Well, it was great down? to actually see her in person. I had interviewed her in back in 2018 when I first started writing about this. And, um, you know, she was adamant at that time that she, you know, she had gone through the emotional turmoil of, of suffering through breast cancer. She learned that she did not have the genetic markers for breast cancer. She didn't have any history of breast cancer in her family. And yet, she, you know, she went through the emotional and physical suffering of, of a cancer diagnosis. And, yeah. and she always wondered why. And so she read one of my first stories and we're like, bingo, this could be it. I see. And she became one of these 700 plus people to, to sue Sterogenics. And, and this suit, talk about how it led to the closure of Sterogenics. Well, the suit actually didn't. It was actually uh, the suit, you know, there was all of these lawsuits were coming along. There's been a back and forth in court, a lot of, you know, just uh, procedural things. Okay. Which court should hear the cases, for example, and then delayed this recently concluded trial from from actually beginning. Um, what happened was first a, an arm of the uh, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention did some air monitoring or did some modeling of air monitoring that the EPA had done and found that the cancer risk in Willowbrook and surrounding communities was even higher than what the EPA had considered just based on its model. Yeah. So that was very concerning. There, were, there was a public uh, meeting in Willowbrook the leaders of Willowbrook, the mayor, other people in the village, found out about this roughly just hours before the public did, and and so it became this um, this real uh, moment of clarity for a lot of people in that community, a community that politically has been changing. DuPage County, historically the bedrock of Republican politics in Illinois, that's been changing. Hillary Clinton won decisively mm-hmm. there, Barack Obama twice. Um, you know. Uh, 
Pritzker won handily in in DuPage County. And Willowbrook also is a very, you know, well-to-do, relatively upper-middle-class community yeah. with a lot of smart people and you know, people who work at Argonne National Laboratory, for example. Right, right. And so they organized and they did their homework and they pressed the U.S. EPA, even under the Trump administration, mm-hmm. to take this seriously. And so the head of the air division within the U.S. EPA came to Willowbrook multiple times and promised that they would do something about this. You know what I'm thinking? This company is gone, but has that pollution also left the air? Yeah, it has. Actually, when so at one point, Governor Pritzker ordered the facility to shut down. They couldn't use ethylene oxide anymore. This okay. was in early 2019. And at the time, the US EPA had all these monitoring devices around Willowbrook and some of the surrounding suburbs, Burr Ridge and whatnot. And the levels of ethylene oxide in the air measured by these devices just dropped to almost nothing. Wow. I got to talk to you before you leave about this huge amount of money I quoted at the top of this segment. The jury awarded her $363 million. That was more than what the lawyers had asked for. Right. They asked for 346. I think, you know, the, I think the 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 the, the lawyers put on a really good case and they as Patrick Salvi, her lead attorney, Patrick Salvi II said um yesterday the jury saw through the industry defenses, and they could also read Sterigenic's own emails and uh, documents that showed that they knew a long time ago that this was dangerous. They spent a long time fighting the EPA on whether to install more efficient pollution controls, and then also just trying to undermine the science that shows that mm-hmm. this is a very dangerous chemical. Yeah, well, speaking of her lawyer, let's hear a little bit from him. We think this ought to set the tone. I mean, there's a lot of victims out there. And we're ready to do this again and again and again if we have to. There's a lot of sukumudas coming later. They are uh, entitled to be heard as well. And and I think also deserve justice. He said there's a lot of sukumudas out there. So he's obviously referring to the hundreds more uh, in line, to, you know, also suing this company. What are the chances that those folks get such a large settlement? That's a great question because, I you know, this this verdict will obviously be appealed by the companies. You know, sometimes that could get knocked down. It's still probably going to be a substantial amount of money. It's it, it's going to hurt the bottom line of these companies that are very focused on the bottom line yeah. because their private equity owners demand that. Yeah. That's why different private equity firms have bought into this industry is because it makes a lot of money. The FDA, the EPA, very concerned. Currently, sterilization facilities, not, you know, obviously Sterigenics is now closed. They closed in 2019. Right. They couldn't get a renewal of their lease for the buildings they were using. They were under a heck of a lot of pressure, bipartisan pressure from elected officials and people in the community. But other facilities owned by Sterigenics and other companies still pose a problem, still pose a risk to their communities. They still are not regulated. They aren't regulated under basically what the EPA says should be happening, the, yeah. the stringent regulation that should be happening. President Biden's EPA promising to change that, perhaps proposing new rules at the beginning of the year. We can see a lot of the things that Sterigenics lawyers said in court here in Cook County coming out again. You know, mm. the denial of the science, the, the as Pat Salvi put it, the cherry picking of the science mm-hmm. to essentially absolve them of, of any liability. 
Yeah, we'll leave it there, Michael. But, you know, I'm thinking, do I need to be concerned now about my home's proximity to these plants when I'm looking th- for my next place to live? I think, uh, you know, that's why Jeez. there's something called the Toxics Release Inventory that uh, allows people to do that. Uh, interestingly enough, Sterigenics uh, was not reporting to the TRI, which is designed of course to, they weren't. for the people's right to know. Yeah. Um, but now their other facilities will actually be required to do that. That was Michael Hawthorne, investigative reporter with the Tribune. Thank you so much. Thank you. This episode of Reset was produced by Linnea Dominic. It was edited and mixed by Andrew Merriweather. Want to stay up to date on what's happening in the news? Then consider subscribing to this podcast. Don't forget to leave us a rating, too. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day.